are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Friday show for you heading into the weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about yesterday's interview with Jeremy and Nick on podcast number 338. A lot of good talking points there and a couple things that um, I had discussions with yesterday that I wanted to bring up that I did not bring up during uh, the podcast. I also have an update on Joe Schmo season two. I want to talk about Survivor a little bit more. And also we have replacements for Amy Roback and TJ Holmes on Good Morning America. How about that? And I'm also going to talk first about the NFL schedule release and how it affects Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise programming. We'll get to all that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60 and use the code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Also brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store, and it's the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today to challenge yourself. Just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. And finally, also brought to you by ComingOutForLove.com. It is the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show in the U.S. Episode 2 drops today. Go to ComingOutForLove.com. Click in the upper right-hand corner where it says Bundles. Purchase whatever bundle you'd like. And at checkout, promo code is REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your order. All right, let's get started. First things first. It has to do with sports, but it also affects The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. However, I don't know how it affects it yet, and frankly, neither does anybody else, but we have to bring it up. In case you didn't know, Yesterday, the NFL released their 2023 schedule. If you don't know how this works, months ago, every team in the NFL knew all their opponents for the upcoming season. In fact, they knew what their home games were and who they were playing at home this season and who they were playing away next season. But they just didn't know the dates. Well, that all got filled in yesterday. Also got filled in yesterday is the television schedule. So here's the deal. ESPN has Monday Night Football. However, in the beginning of the season, they have two weeks where they run the game on ABC as well. There's an ABC game on September 18th, which is Browns at Steelers, and an ABC game the next week, September 25th, Eagles at Tampa Bay. So that looks like it's going to affect Bachelor in Paradise. However, there's a lot of questions that we still have. Number one, we know that charity season starts on the 26th of June. We don't know how many episodes there are yet this season, but it looks like there's not going to be more than 10. So if you start June 26th and then the 3rd, the 10th, the 17th, the 24th, and 31st of July, that's six episodes total. August 7th, 14th, 21st, 28th, that would be 10. If she has 10 episodes this season and they don't double up, her season would end August 28th. Then you would assume Bachelor in Paradise would start the next week, Monday the 4th. But we know Monday the 11th and Monday the 18th, Paradise would not air those nights because it's Monday Night Football. 
But there's so many things that we don't know. We don't know how many episodes there are going to be for charity season. We don't know if they're going to double up on any episodes. Therefore, we don't know when Bachelor in Paradise starts, and we don't even know what day of the week Bachelor in Paradise is airing because we know Dancing with the Stars in the fall is airing on ABC as well as Disney+. So there's like, I just listed five things that we don't know. But I just wanted to prepare you for what's coming because nobody has any answers right now. We can't say anything in regards to what this schedule released yesterday, how it affects Bachelor in Paradise. I will go out on a limb and just guess here that, number one, Dancing with the Stars probably doesn't start till Monday, September 25th. My guess is they don't start until the two ABC Monday Night Football games on the 11th and 18th of September have already aired. That's my guess. I know no information in regards to that inside information. Nothing that I've heard. But I can see Dancing with the Stars starting September 25th on Monday. If, big if, if that show is going to be a Monday show. We don't know if Dancing with the Stars is airing on Monday nights on ABC. And we don't know if... Bachelor in Paradise is a Monday Monday show or a Tuesday show or a Monday and Tuesday show because they've done both in the past. So it's a lot of guessing right now, but the one thing you got to keep in mind is that neither Dancing with the Stars or Bachelor in Paradise will be on ABC September 11th or September 18th because those are two NFL football games that will be airing. So looks like those particular weeks... Paradise, if it has started by then, which I would assume it has, will be on Tuesdays. I just, there's so many questions here, but I just wanted to throw it out because now we know. I Because I told you, I before the schedule came out, I said last year ABC had two Monday night football games early in the season and Paradise's could not air on those nights. And I'm assuming ABC is coming back with the same thing and when the schedule was released yesterday, it did. 11th and the 18th are the two Monday nights that there won't be any Bachelor in Paradise or Dancing with the Stars episodes airing that night. So keep that in mind. I wanted to bring up something that was brought up in yesterday's podcast, sort of brought up. The concept of manipulating contestants, and you, you heard Jeremy talk about it in regards to his lawsuit about the contracts that everyone signs, we've just all accepted that this is the way the contracts are, and the question that Jeremy had was, well, why? This doesn't seem to be legal. Now, there's a bunch of hoops and a bunch of legal jargon that I don't know anything about. We have to let courts and lawyers handle all that, and if it can get changed, and can there be some sort of groundswell support to push for television networks to not put this in their contracts with reality show contestants that they can basically treat them like guinea pigs and can say whatever they want about them, can lie about them to their face, can surprise them, can defame them, can do whatever they want to their character with no legal recourse. It literally says that in every Bachelor contract you sign. You have no legal recourse to do a damn thing no matter what they do and can even mischaracterize your whole identity. You have no legal recourse to say a word. That's what Jeremy is trying to overturn. He's got a big road ahead of him. But if this succeeds, and there's a lot of support behind this, this would change reality TV as we know it. This is a huge deal. And 
it brought me, I was having a conversation yesterday, and it brought me to something that someone reminded me about that is a perfect example of this. Look, we know all about Frankenbiting. We know that they take a clip from a sentence you said in week one, combine it with something you said in week six, put it together in a voiceover, and it sounds like you said something that you never said in those particular order, which could be totally defaming to yourself. It could be something you said about another contestant. It could be something you said about the lead. And while we all know Frankenbiting happens, we've just all sat back and just said, well, that's the show. That's acceptable. It's like, is it? (laughs) What if that thing that you said is absolutely torching another contestant or making it seem like a lie about them or making you seem like you don't give a shit about being there or whatever the case may be? Every Frankenbite is a different case in and of itself. But what about, and this, you know, this goes back to 2015. Remember Caitlin Bristow's season early on when they were still at the mansion and ABC was just having a field day showing us footage of JJ and Clint and basically making fun of the fact that they were broing out in the mansion but not only making fun that they were just bros and making it seem like, oh, they were not paying attention to Caitlyn, but literally had it with gay undertones, like would run promos in vain, in the vein of Brokeback Mountain and showing JJ and Clint hanging out and broing out in the uh, jacuzzi, in the hot tub, and making fun of them. Do you think... That would be allowed, first off, in 2023. Uh, Not a fucking chance. And number two, I'm not going to speak for anybody, but if anybody knows the story, Clint Arliss, back in January of 2022, took his own life. Found dead in his parents' home on January 11th, 2022. And police ruled it was a suicide. Coroner's report said he'd been struggling with mental health issues, including paranoia and believing people were watching him. I'm not going to sit here and speculate, but here are the facts. Clint Arliss is no longer alive. Clint Arliss committed suicide and he had been struggling with mental health. I'm not going to say it, the Bachelorette and the way he was portrayed on the show was a reason for that, but I'm not going to say it wasn't, and I don't think any of you can either. So tell me how misrepresenting people on the show, how that doesn't have an effect on people's lives. I'll wait. I'd say that's a pretty big deal. And if you weren't watching the show back in 2015, look, we're all guilty. Because back in 2015, I don't think anyone batted an eye. People thought it was funny. And that's a problem. I think we've all grown from it since then. That's why you could never get away with it in 2023. But insinuating that two of the guys on Caitlyn's season were gay and running promos literally surrounding the fact that they were gay and in the promos using the phrase broke back love, I, that's what I mean. And I think that's what Jeremy's talking about when he says it just doesn't seem like this is something that should be legal. 
you shouldn't legally be able to do that to a contestant. And this has a lot of legs. Will it get overturned? Will production companies decide that maybe we should ease up on the contract? Are they going to take it all out? No. But maybe just getting the attention of the production companies to be like, maybe you shouldn't have to do this to produce a good reality show. You know? Such a sad, sad story with Clint. And to hear that, that he struggled with mental health for four years, it's it's really, really... Uh, nobody can say that what happened to him on the show had no effect on his mental health. I think that would be naive to say it had no effect. But we can't sit here and also say it was 100% the reason things ended the way it did. We don't know that either. But to say it played no role, I think that'd be very naive. So moving on, got some good news here. Remember I told you yesterday and the day before, talking about the Joe Schmo show, season two, the two contestants that were brought on the show and believed that they were in a reality dating show that was all fake around them. Everybody there was an actor except for two people, Tim Walsh and Ingrid Weiss. I said I reached out to Ingrid on Instagram. I had friend requested her. She hadn't accepted it yet. So I was like, well, I'll try it. Let me Google her on Facebook and see if I can find her. Found her there. Friend requested her, left her a message. She responded yesterday. We had a back and forth. And she's in. She's going to do an interview. Busy woman. She's a mother. She's got two kids. So much stuff that I don't know about. So there's going to be so much to talk about. I'm so excited to talk to her. We're just working out when we can record because she's very, very busy. Full-time job. Mother of two. And she sent me one of those calendar things where you literally have to book a time to speak with her. You know, I, I, Calendly, any of you use that out there? I've had to use it a couple times for usually other businesses to speak to people. I've never had to use it for a, in, in 338 podcasts, I know I've never had to use it for an interview. So that shows you how busy she is. And I can't wait to find out what keeps her so busy and what she does for work now. I don't even know what it is. But she's going to come on probably sometime in the next two or three weeks, maybe that first, uh, maybe that first Thursday episode in J- uh, June, which would be the day uh, I leave for Vegas for my fan appreciation party. But we'll see. It's whenever we can uh, record this thing and get it done. But I can't wait to talk to her. Uh, she seemed very receptive to it, and so that gives you guys about two or three weeks. In case you haven't seen it, it's only on YouTube. I can't repeat that enough. You can't stream Joe Schmo. You have to watch it on. I actually think you can. Sc- Uh, stream season three but she is on season two so season two just go on youtube and google or in the search bar for youtube just write joe schmo season two episode one and then watch it there's nine episodes total every episode's like 44 minutes these are the episodes straight off the dvd so the cursing is in there it's not what aired on tv which i believe that show aired on the spike network back in 2004 but what's on YouTube is I, I think it's straight off the DVD because there's no bleeping in anything on those episodes online. So I think somebody just transferred over the DVDs and it is nine episodes. 
Seven of them are 44 minutes because they were an hour long, and then they took out, obviously, from the DVD, there's no commercials, and then I think there were two episodes that were an hour and a half. One of them, I believe, is episode four, and there's a reason for that, and it all surrounds Ingrid, if you don't know the spoiler. I don't know why I'm not giving you the spoiler to a show that aired 20 years ago, but it's it's how much I want you guys to watch that show going in and not knowing what happens. So check it out. Got a couple weeks before she comes on. I mean, hell, you can still watch it after she comes on, but I think you might appreciate it more if you don't know. So uh, check it out. Check it out uh, on YouTube. It is the Joe Schmo Show season two, and just watch that. And we will. Uh, I think there's going to be more from that season coming up as well after I interview Ingrid. I think I'm going to be able to get some of the other people as well. One thing I want to talk about in regards to Survivor. And you go into last night's episode, and we've, or excuse me, Wednesday night's episode, and we've got six people left. And you've got your Tiki Strong, your Tiki Three, Jam Jam, Carolyn, and Carson, and then Jamie, Heidi, and Lauren. And again, if I bring you to Survivor Fact Checker, all you got to do is look at the confessional stats. Now we're through 11 episodes. Jam Jam has 58 confessionals, Carolyn has 52, Carson has 42. And then Jamie, Heidi, and Lauren are sitting at all under 30. So Carson, 42 total confessionals in 11 episodes. Fourth, and he's in third place. Jamie has 29. So a 13 confessional difference between the top three and the bottom three. And if you want to take overall, Jam Jam has 36 more confessionals than Lauren, 34 more confessionals than Heidi, and 29 more confessionals than Jamie. So it's one of these things where it certainly looks like Tiki is going to win. Somebody from Tiki is going to win. Because you as a viewer right now, if you're watching Survivor, if Jamie, Heidi, or Lauren wins, aren't you going to be like, well, that was kind of disappointing because we barely know them. And why do you barely know them? The stats speak so. They haven't gotten a lot of confessionals. The average person just knows Jam Jam, Carolyn, and Carson way better than Jamie, Heidi, and Lauren. So it really speaks volumes on who's getting camera time and who doesn't. Now, with only six people left, clearly Jamie, Heidi, and Lauren's confessionals are going to go up, and they'll get more per episode now, but so will the other three. So I guess my question, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here, is this good or bad? Is it good or bad that three have been heavily edited to be on our screens and three haven't? And if one of the three heavily edited ones, Jam Jam, Carolyn, or Carson, ends up winning, it's like, well, you kind of gave it away by the way you edited the show. Quote, unquote, the winner's edit. But if Jamie, Heidi, or Lauren wins, it's like your own editing did you in because I think fans would be bothered by that. I think they'd be like, why? You barely gave them any time. And it's like, okay, but you... You surprised us with a winner, but you gave us a winner that we don't care about, not because there's anything wrong with those people, but because of the way they were edited. And that's, I think, the frustration that people had last season with Gabler and the season that uh, Erica won just came out of nowhere. So it was almost like the editing team was like, we're not going to, we know who the winner is from the time the season ends. So we have time to edit the show before it airs to get people to think a certain way, like manipulate the audience's mind to think, oh, this is happening, or oh, this is happening, or oh, this person's going to win, when in reality, 
the editing team knows, knows the whole time who's going to win, so they're just hiding them so they get a surprise. But I don't think that's smart for a TV show because I think if people want to be surprised, they want to be surprised over somebody that they actually have invested time into. And I just haven't felt any connection to Jamie, Heidi, or Lauren all season. I just feel like Jam Jam, Carolyn, Carson dominate every episode, and the numbers bear that out. 58, 52, and 42 confessionals. Jam Jam and, and Carolyn are top two for sure. Like Everybody knows who they are. And sometimes when I see Jamie on the screen, before they put her name on the screen, I forget what her name is. I mix her up with Lauren and Heidi. So, and that could just be me, but I, I think a lot of people would be disappointed. And like I said, not to say that there's anything wrong with Heidi or Lauren or Jamie as people, but they would just, I think the audience would be disappointed because there's not a lot of people that are just so behind them and they're not like fan favorites because they've just kind of been there and they haven't done much and haven't gotten a lot of screen time. Whereas Jam Jam Carson and Carolyn certainly have. But we'll see how it plays out. I think after Erica winning and Gabler winning, I think, I think the final, the winner's coming from Tiki. It's going to be Jam Jam Carolyn or Carson. And I think that's probably going to be your final three. That'd be a hell of a final three because right now I'd have to put some thought into this. If those three were sitting there at the end, right now I wouldn't have a fucking clue on who to vote for. I don't know who deserves it more. I'd have to really sit down and think about their resumes and actually listen to them at Final Tribal if that's the final three. So we'll keep an eye on that. Can't wait till Survivor wraps up. Only six people left. That means that uh, two weeks should be the finale, right? I'll have to look into that. And finally, we've got new co-hosts to replace Amy Robach and TJ Holmes on GMA3, the morning show. It is Eva Pilgrim and DeMarco Morgan. I'll tell you what. If Eva Pilgrim and DeMarco Morgan knocked on my front door right now, I opened it and they punched me in the face, I wouldn't have a clue who these two are. Now, granted, I am not their demo. Males 25 to 54 are not watching GMA. You know when I watch GMA, if they say, hey, we got our new Bachelor announcement coming or our new Bachelorette will be announced on GMA. Pretty much the only time I've ever watched it. So I don't have a clue. So maybe that's not as big of a statement as I thought it could be. But yeah, Eva Pilgrim and DeMarco Morgan, I, I, the faintest clue, their background, how long they've been on GMA. Did they come from another show to go on GMA? Have they been filling in? I'm assuming they've been filling in for Amy and TJ and they just did the best job, so they gave them the job. I don't know. I'm sure they're great people. I'm just saying I couldn't pick them out of a lineup of two. So congratulations, I guess, for getting the gig. Amy and TJ, no idea what's going to happen with their television careers. Don't know if they care. I'm sure they're going to end up on a podcast somewhere. I'm sure someone's still going to get that first interview with them to talk about their relationship and everything that went down, if they can legally. I don't know, but I will be the first to tune in because I'd love to hear them speak. This literally started back in, what, August? Where both of them now claim, after the fact, after they were caught together, publicly they claim that they left their spouses back in august but 
They have never said one thing, either publicly or posted anything on Instagram together. I mean, on their own Instagram accounts. We've seen pictures of them all over the place in different countries and different cities, holding hands, kissing, straddling each other, all that stuff. A lot of PDA between these two since they were found out together. But we don't know what's going to happen with them going forward. And I'd love to hear that first interview when it does happen because someone's going to get it. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Also, the advertisers for this podcast, if you're interested, please use my promo code for any of those when you sign up for them or download Trivia Star, play it. It's a lot of fun. And the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. I got a lot of good stuff on the Sports Daily today. So check that out in about an hour from now. I hope everybody has a great weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday. See you.